You're listening to Focus on the Bible. If you love the message of God's forgiveness by grace, you may have been accused of easy believism. Is that fair? Let's talk about this. Easy believism is usually the complaint of those people who believe that salvation is not by believing in Christ alone, but it involves works and obedience also, since the Bible talks a lot about works and obedience. And this belief that salvation is not just by believing in Christ, but also includes works and obedience, is called commonly Lordship Salvation. The problem with Lordship Salvation is that now, in order to be saved, a person needs to do good works and obey the Lord. And that is a biblical no-no. That's works for salvation. That's a mixed message, and frankly, it can be very confusing to a lot of people. And I talk to these people all the time who try and figure out how to be saved according to what the Bible says when hardly anyone is using the Bible. To be clear... What are we talking about here? Are we talking about a way to be saved, or are we talking about the Christian life? If we're referring to the Christian life, of course, the Christian life normally includes serving the Lord, doing good works by faith, and obeying the Lord. The Bible is full of commands for people who are already saved, to obey the Lord and serve the Lord. And there should be no issue that anyone has against that. But to be clear, if what we mean is how to be saved into eternal life, then we are saved only by believing in Jesus Christ. So whenever we have this discussion about easy believism, we need to be clear about what we speak. If it's by faith, then it's by faith. If it's works, it's works. My concern, friend, is evangelism. Is that we give a crystal clear message of how to be saved to those who aren't certain if they are saved or not. They need simplicity. They need clarity. It's the least we can do to frame these words and ideas very carefully for them. So I have some questions about this charge of easy believism. Is it really easy to believe only in Christ to be saved into eternal life? Let's break this down. Do you think it's easy to believe that God loves me even though I'm a rotten sinner? Is it an easy thing for me to believe that God loved me so much that he came to earth to deal with my sin problem in a human body? Is it easy to believe that a man that I've never seen, who happened to be God, took my sins and died on a cruel cross for them? Is it easy to believe that Jesus Christ's payment on that cruel old cross satisfied God forever against my death penalty so that I need not add anything to what he did for me but trust only in him? Is that easy? 
Friend, we grow up hearing things like, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. We hear things all our lives like, there's no such thing as a free lunch. And it's pretty much inbred in our way of thinking that we got to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and get something done. But when it comes to eternal salvation, we don't even have any bootstraps. There is absolutely nothing we have that we can lean on or get some traction towards God. How on earth can I serve the Lord in a righteous way when the Bible says that all my righteousnesses are as filthy rags? The Bible is very clear about this. Those who are unsaved cannot serve the Lord in a way that impresses God enough to give them salvation by works. And how in the world can we obey the Lord spiritually when we are spiritually dead? For all these reasons, we have to reject the idea of lordship salvation. Now, of course, we don't object to the idea of lordship, of obeying him because he's the Lord. But friend, we don't make him the Lord by the way we live. He is the Lord and always has been. It's a wonderful thing when saved people obey the Lord and serve the Lord, but it's not their obedience and their work that made them saved in the beginning. Hmm? Is it really easy to believe only in Christ? I don't think so. I don't think it's an easy thing for a person to humble himself and admit the truth. I can't save myself. I can't do righteous things in the eyes of God that are spiritual things that please the Lord, that he would save me on what I've done. It takes some humility to face the fact that I can't earn my way to heaven and my righteousness is so not good that I can't even help God to save me. All I can do is rely on Jesus Christ and believe Him. That when He said that He would become sin for me, He really meant that He would bear my sins, that He would take responsibility for the wrong that I had done, that he would pay my death penalty. I don't think that's an easy thing. Now, you might, but let's just both admit that God never put either of us in charge of defining what's easy and what's hard. And it doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't really matter if what we need to do to be saved into eternal life is easy or if it's hard. What matters is what the Bible says. And the Bible, thank God, speaks very clearly about what sinners need to do to have eternal life from God. Now listen, if whatever the Bible says is hard, that should be our message. That should be our faith. That should be what we tell other people they need to do in order to be saved. For instance, to be ridiculous for a moment, if the Bible said that a sinner can be saved by crawling on his knees across broken glass for one mile, 
and he would be saved. Then our message should be to the unsaved that the unsaved must crawl on their knees across broken glass for one mile. And then we could guarantee them upon achieving that goal, they would be saved by God. Whatever the Bible says, that should be our belief, and that should be what we tell others to do. Now, I, I can't involve my emotions. The fact, sincerely, that I think that saved people ought to serve the Lord doesn't give me the liberty to tell unsaved people that they need to believe in Christ and serve the Lord or not in order to establish their salvation. Just because I think it's great to obey the Lord, and I highly recommend that, doesn't mean that I can tell a person, unless you obey such and such, well then you're not saved. But if you saw the unbelievable number of people that I talked to who have confused this whole question about how to be saved, because we haven't been careful, we meaning those of us who talk about God, we haven't been careful enough to establish that salvation into eternal life is only by faith in Christ plus nothing else. Now, when we explain that and when a person believes in Christ, we should quickly train them who they are and what they have in Christ. And we should train them how to bear fruit for the Lord. We should train them how to obey. We should train them what the Bible says about good works and the reward that is to come to those faithful believers who serve the Lord consistently. We need to do good teaching. We need to do good Bible teaching to everyone. But enough of this silly business of mixing works and obedience in with the saving grace of God. That's just wrong. So what does the Bible say about how to be saved? Well, you know what it says if you've hung around the Bible much at all. The most famous verse that more people know is John 3.16. So what does it say? about how to have eternal life, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.18 says, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So believing in Christ in the end of it all will separate the world into two parts. Those who believe are not condemned. They have eternal life. Why? Because they were good? Because they obeyed? Because they served? No, no. It's because they believed in Christ. And those who don't believe are condemned. Why? Are they condemned because they were bad? Were they worse than the rest of us? No, no. Because Jesus died for them and he died for us. They're condemned because they didn't believe in Christ. And the Bible is very clear. In John 4.14 is a woman who has a lot of problems. She has a lot of spiritual issues. But Jesus didn't take the time to go through all her spiritual issues with her and tell her how to fix all her problems so she could be saved. Do you know what he told her? John 4.14, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Does it sound like being saved is hard or easy? 
Jesus told her essentially that being saved for her, even with all her baggage, was as easy as taking a drink of water. And then John 5.24, there's a triple promise in this great Bible verse. Listen to what the Bible says about how to have everlasting life. Jesus said this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. So could a person know that he's passed from death unto life? Of course. How? By hearing the word and believing in the Lord who accomplished this plan of salvation through the death of a substitutionary Savior, the Lamb of God. Is that good news for you? It's the best news in the whole wide world that being saved, in fact, is a very simple transaction. It's when a sinner understands that Jesus paid his price. The death penalty got paid and the sin was removed. It was taken away so that now anyone in the world could have full forgiveness and everlasting life by believing in Jesus Christ. And listen, when they become a believer, when they're born into eternal life, the the spiritual family of God, now they have an opportunity. And for the first time ever, now it's possible that they can serve the Lord, walk with the Lord, have fellowship with Him, and a whole brand new life full of great opportunities to serve. People need to serve the Lord. Yes, of course. But first, they need to be believers. In Acts chapter 13, Paul the Apostle preached to a mixed crowd of people here. And his message, though it was a mixed crowd, was very simple in effect. He said in Acts chapter 13 and verse 38 and 39, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. And by him all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. In Acts 16.31, Paul the Apostle answered that jailer who was suicidal, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Easy or hard, believing in Christ is the only way to be saved. Thanks for joining us for Focus on the Bible. For questions or comments about this episode or another biblical topic, you can mail us at Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. For more information about our ministry, you can visit our website, www.freddycoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E.org. This is Focus on the Bible.